Matt Shepard, voice of your Tigers when it comes to Bally Sports Detroit and their TV broadcast is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Good, brother. How you been? I've been good. Uh, What's this season been like for you? Take me, you know, you're traveling with the team. You're watching the Miggy Goodbye Tour. This team has been up and down. They've hung around in the pennant race in the AL Center, or at least the divisional race, and then they'll fall out. They come back. Uh, talk about the ride in 2023. Yeah, I think they've been um, at times very surprising. Uh, you know, when you sweep a team like the Mets, for example, they've beaten Minnesota in the season series for the first time since 2016. They've been able to keep a bullpen together that uh, last year was the strength of the team, but had a lot of turnover, losing a lot of key guys, you know, with Soto and Jimenez and uh, Andrew Chafin. Uh, and then I've been really encouraged with some of the younger players with Green and Carpenter and Torkelson coming into the role along with Matt Beerling. Um, and then, of course, anytime you've got a team that is, you know, as far under 500 as Detroit is, you sit there and you go, well, wait a minute now. Uh, there's plenty of disappointment. And there is. And that disappointment lies in with um, some of the guys you thought were going to be established veterans to lead them through this, this and, and the injuries, of course, to the starting staff. So, um, look, you get a chance to show up at a ballpark, and I'm right here right now at Target Field. Every day is a good day, uh, but I've said this for a long time. Uh, the Tigers uh, should be and I think will be better than they are right now, especially in this division because of uh, how weak this division truly is. You've got Kansas City in a constant rebuild mode, and their minor league system isn't close to what Detroit is. Chicago's in an absolute mess. Cleveland's offense, and there's, there's not a whole lot of offensive punch on the way. And then this Minnesota team, I think, uh, you know, is, is kind of up and down. So I, I think the division is there for Detroit in the near future. And I think they're one of the teams that uh, if they can get some of these young guys, Scott Harris can be creative, they can really bring some excitement. You know, the key is really does Rodriguez stay, do they find a long-term deal? Uh, you know, the starting pitching has really been inconsistent at times. I think some young faces have emerged like the Carpenters and obviously Riley and Torkelson's swing is getting better. How how do you think when we get to the end of spring training 2024 in Lakeland, uh, how much different or the same is this Tigers roster? I I think it will be different. I think because some of the young guys are are making pushes. Um, Those young guys specifically like Parker Meadows, Justin Henry Malloy. I think they'll make pushes, and I think Detroit will go out, and, and I'm not saying they're going to spend all the money that they're going to save from you know contracts like Miguel Cabrera and Jonathan Scope and the like, um, but I think they're going to go out and uh, they're going to add to this team in areas that they need to add to. Uh, it's vital that they do that. Matt Shepard, uh, the rest of the season, September call-ups, do you see some younger players down in Toledo, double-A, that could get a few swings, uh, pitch a few in- innings? What do you think happens uh, in the late call-up st- uh, stage? Well, remember, you only get two. Uh, you'll get a pitcher and you'll get a position player. That's all you get when September 1st comes along um, because they've expanded the roster to 26 um, and they're not going to, they're not doing the, uh, the, the deep dive any longer. So you're just getting to uh, who that pitcher and who that position player will be. I don't know, uh, but I, my guess is they'll get long looks when they do come up here. 
Uh, who's the Tigers MVP this year? Well, that's a really good question. Um, because if you look at what Riley Green has done, you know, he's right now, what's he batting? Huge three, 307. Um, and he's been really, really consistent. He's got a seven game hit streak right now, 344 at home. I would say Riley Green, although, and I know uh, what people do when they, when they call your show regarding Torkelson. Well, let's just keep this in mind. There are six Tigers who have 20 homers in their age 23 season. Those six Tigers are Hank Greenberg, Rudy York, Willie Horton, Jason Thompson, Matt Noakes, and Travis Priming. Spencer Torkelson is going to join him. He's got 18 bombs. Okay, he's on pace for 25 homers and 85 runs driven in it in his age 30, 23 season. No Tigers done that since Matt Noakes in 1987. So he's in that conversation. I, I think there's too often we look at strictly we look at, at, at batting average, and you and I both know that's a thing of the past now when it comes to analytics. Uh, would you like to see him get on base a little bit more? Yes. Would you like his OPS to be a little bit higher? Yes. But he's hit the ball hard. He's one of the most, people don't want to hear this, but he is truly one of the most unlucky hitters in baseball because of his hard hit rate and how much he gets rewarded. But I think it's Riley Green, um, and I think Matt Derland's been very consistent as well. Yeah, Matt, great pickup in the trade with Soda. I like him for uh, the future. Uh, birthday boy Matt Shepard, uh, Bally Sports Detroit. Uh, Tigers TV play-by-play man joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, what's the birthday number today, Matthew? Uh, I feel younger than I am. How's that? Thank you. I, I, I look forward to having you testify if I ever need you <laughs> in court because you're not giving uh, anybody up. Uh, before I let you go, uh, the Miguel Cabrera farewell tour, tough to beat what the emotion and atmosphere was going back home to where it started for him uh, with the Marlins. So we'll take the trip back to Miami out of the mix. Beyond that, what's been the best goodbye day for Miguel this year so far with the Tigers in an opposing ballpark? Yeah, that's, a, that's another good question. Uh, it was pretty special, I thought, in Boston um, when, you, when you saw you know, Turner and Sale and Kenley Jansen come out and give him that number and the amount of, of the, the, the ovation that he received. And then in his final at bat, you got to give a lot of credit. And people rip on umpires, and I understand it. But when Mike Muchlinski let Miguel Cabrera have that moment in the ninth inning before he lined out to center, I thought that was pretty classy. Um, you know, do you base it on gifts? Do you base it on atmosphere and applause? I, I don't know because he's got he's received some really cool stuff. You know, in Texas, he received some cool stuff. But I, I thought what what happened at Fenway and and the true. Uh, emotion that people felt toward him was was pretty special. Yeah, I thought the roar, obviously, in Miami, going back to where it started as, what, a 19-year-old with the Marlins, to that roar in Fenway, uh, the Boston fans, they get it, they respect the game. It is a lost art in some stadiums across this country, but uh, the standing no, the roar of the Fenway crowd still gives me goosebumps for Miguel. That was cool. Yeah, it really was. So, you know, Philly did a nice job with it, too. Uh, Dave Dombrowski was part of that, and we all know the, the role he played in Miguel Cabrera coming to Detroit. I, I don't really think there has been many bad ones 
to be honest with you, there's been some strange gifts, a brick in Baltimore, a smock, a uh, coffee smock from Seattle. Yeah. Um, uh, there's been some strange ones, but uh, overall, every one of them has been, um, I think I know very much appreciated, but also extremely respectful. So it's been, it's been kind of fun in that regard. Yeah, I get Seattle and the coffee connection, but I just don't see Miguel Cabrera or any adult male putting on a coffee smock. Amen. Uh, you're, you're lucky you can get us in a, uh, a smock when we barbecue for crying out. Oh, no, no apron. Unless you're like working in a you know deli or a meat store or something like that, or you're a you know, uh, you know, chef. I understand that. It's like I'm arguing with Superfly. Uh, the people from uh, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, gave him a see-through fanny pack that he put on immediately, and he's been very proud of it today. Hey, let me ask. Can I ask you a question? Do you have time? Yeah, go, yeah, sure. Question. Anything? Real quick about about the Lions. If I said to you, the Lions must do this or bust, what would it be? Double-digit wins, at least. So you can get double-digit wins without winning a playoff game. My answer to that would be... No, it has to be a playoff game. It has to be in the playoffs. Okay, so oh, okay. if we... if we, But I, I will say I've said 14-3 and three and they win the NFC. That's where I'm at. But I'm trying to take myself to what the minimum may be, what you're saying uh, with the fan base, the majority of them listening right now, that I, I think double-digit wins and... Win at least one playoff game, I agree with you, would be the bar. Okay. All right. What about you? Good, man. What do you say? I think they're good enough to reach the NFC title game. I agree. So, for me, reach the NFC title game and whatever happens after that, it's easy for me to say that on August 15th uh, that I'm I'm satisfied because I'm sure it'll change uh, if they do get that far. But I, I would be pretty damn happy if that were the case you know and think about this that's why i said 14 and 3 because if they get home field advantage and i was there for most of the home games last year i've never heard anything that loud since uh the buried days at the dome Uh, if they get home field advantage i think they'll win the nfc but if they have to go to philly to san francisco uh, those are the two teams I have in front of them right now in the NFC. If those teams are fully healthy, uh, it could be worrisome. But I, I, I wonder right now when you look at Lance or Sam Darnold or uh, Purdy, uh, where the Niners are going with the quarterback, I'd focus more on Philly uh, being the team yeah. to beat in the NFC than I would the Niners, even though I love their athletes and they got Bosa and money issues and injuries and everything going on there. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, brother. Keep up the great. Hey, happy birthday, my man! Enjoy your birthday today. I thank thank you very much. All right. Yeah. There's Matt Shepard from Minnesota getting ready for Tigers and the Twins on Bally Sports Detroit joining us.